everyone. Welcome to China Money Podcast, where global investors get the weekly dose of local knowledge on investing in China. Go to our website, ChinaMoneyPodcast.com, for more great episodes. I'm your host, Nina Xiang, and our guest today is Amir Gaor, managing partner and founder of Infinity Group, a private equity firm with two billion RMB and over seven hundred million dollars under management. He's talking to me today in his Beijing office. Hi, Amir. Welcome to the podcast. Pleasure to be here. First,、uh, give us a brief introduction of Infinity Group. Infinity is、uh, actually a group of funds, a platform、uh, focused on technology-related value. Our background is more Israel, U.S.、Uh, venture capital incubation.、Uh, we came to China in 2004 as the first、uh, R&B fund,、uh, where the 0001 license from 2004. And build up、uh, step by step our platform in China to about 15 local funds. You just had an exit last month, selling your portfolio company Mate IP and iChina Securities Marketing and Distribution Rights to、uh, Anshin China for 30 million U.S. dollars. You took over Mate IP in 2007. What did you do during the holding period of the company? Mate.、Uh, Basically, is a、uh, video analytic. It analyzes what happens in a video picture.、Uh, between 2007 and 2011,、uh, we localized the product in China,、uh, meaning we established a local company to、um, localize not only the software and the language, but also the sales channels. In China, it's easier to sell the hardware than the software. Uh, so well,、uh, you know, we try to put things into boxes as much as possible to give a full solution.、Um, also, when you sell in China, you need to do it more relationship-based on long term. So we developed、uh, differently the whole sales process,、uh, meaning that we focus on a few customers but very deep. China doesn't really have a very good record of IP protection. What kind of challenges have you run into? Because of this, and、uh, how did you handle that? Well, the fact that、um, China doesn't have a very good track record of IP is a known fact to everybody. But the trend going forward will be different than the past.、Uh, it's quite clear that is the right direction. Reason being, if China wants to lead the world, or at least be one of the leaders of the world,、uh, it has to include the technology leadership and local brands.、Uh, in Mate IP, there was also a copy、uh, by local partners, and the main、uh, challenge was that the price was much lower. It was something like half a price. So the, pr- the main problem is when you want to sell. Even though the customers do not want to buy the copy, he wants to buy something which is more solid with a stronger backing. He will still renegotiate and renegotiate the price based on the fact he has an offer from a lower price. So the damage is mostly on the margin. Not, I'm not sure that you really lost a lot of customers. This deal is the tenth exit in which he has sold、uh, overseas technologies to a Chinese company. What kind of experience and lessons have you learned from selling to a local Chinese company? Well, we have done. I think the first exit in 2005, we sold a technology called the Nanomotion, very tiny motors, to a Chinese company dealing with motors. So I would say it's very complex. To do a trade sale of an IP-related technology company, because the assets are untangible assets. The basic assumption in China is that if 
there is an M&A process, most of the employees will not stay with you, at least not for the long run, including the top management. So are you, what asset are you buying in a country which is relationship-based? A second aspect is what happens to the customers uh, in, turn, in case of a change of control, how to manage that process, uh, how, how to create loyalty of the customer to the company while before building a deal. Among your 14 funds in China, two funds are US dollar funds and other 12 are RMB funds. When you make an investment, how do you determine whether it's going to be from the US dollar fund or the RMB fund? We prefer to invest from both, even like equally, but it's usually not us to can make the decision. In some cases, you can either do only US dollars or only RMB. Lately, most of the good cases you can do only RMB, uh, which means that the US dollars are being pushed out of China. We found ourselves in a few cases that it took us six months to really get the money in and get the shares. Meanwhile, there are a lot of changes in the company and it's kind of stuck in the middle situation. So you have a deal, you sign, you're fully committed, but you're not able really to make technically the investment and get the shares. So there are, you cannot be on the board, uh, you cannot really communicate with the company because there are always uncertainty, are you an investor or not, because the authorities do not yet approve the process. Amir, thank you so much. You're most welcome. That's today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, go to our website, chinamoneypodcast.com, or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Thank you so much. Until next time.